Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. As we're studying the Sermon on the Mount, we've been looking this week at worry and judging others. And it seems that uh, Jesus is really making it clear that there are spiritual principles to do with such subjects that uh, we have to take notice of. Absolutely. And uh, when we were looking at the Lord's Prayer, we saw that um, what Jesus says in that, that God will forgive us as we forgive others. And then he teaches on that immediately after that prayer, saying that if we forgive others, then God will forgive us. But if we don't forgive others, then God won't forgive us. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. We saw that again uh, when we were looking at the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount and the Beatitudes. And so now uh, Jesus has dealt with this whole business of judging others. And he talks about prayer again. Uh, now, these are much misunderstood verses. Uh, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. Now, let me, let me uh, translate this literally from the Greek. Continue to ask, and it will be given you. Go on seeking, and you will find. Knock continually, and the door will be open to you. Mm, that's very different to our translation. Isn't it? Um, the, the point is that it's in this continuous present tense in the Greek. It's not ask once. It means continue to ask. It's a continuous action. So it's very difficult to translate simply into English. You need to use more words to bring that out. Go on asking, continue to see, keep knocking. Uh, and uh, if you do that, then you will get the answer. And you see, I've heard, I've heard so-called faith teachers say, if you're in faith, all you need to do is ask once and it will be given you, quoting this. But actually, you see, they don't know the Greek. They don't understand what the Greek says. And actually, the Greek says the opposite of that. No, no, it's not just a question of asking once. It's a question of knowing the perseverance of faith, that faith does not give up, that faith doesn't just ask once and then leave it, but faith persists. And when you seek God, you persist in seeking God. And when you're knocking on God's door because there's something you need, you keep knocking till you get the answer. Colin, why is it that when God knows everything that we need, he very often doesn't answer our prayers until the 11th hour? Well, he does that sometimes, but you know, there's there's other times when I've known God to do miraculous things even before I've asked. And that's because he knows our thoughts. And he knows that if I believe him to do something, boom, it can happen even before I get round to asking him. And that, of course, is also the word of God, you see that even before we ask, he knows. He knows what we're going to ask for. When there is faith, he knows the faith. And remember, it's not the words of the prayer that he answers, it's the faith that he answers. Nowhere does God say, 
that he will honor all of our prayers, but he does say that he will honor faith. So Jesus says, you will receive whatever you ask in prayer if you believe. So do you think that we don't receive answers to prayer because we give up praying about something? Well, I think sometimes we don't really believe that we will get the answer. The, the, um, the way to check yourself out in this is very, very simple. Before you ask God anything, just ask yourself the question, now, once I have asked God, what do I believe will happen as a result of my prayer? Not what will happen sometime in the future, but what will God do now because I've asked now? Now, that, that is like a faith check because sometimes when you ask, ask that yourself that question, you realize, well, wait a minute, I'm not in a place of faith. I don't really believe that God will answer immediately. In which case, what can you do? You can say, Lord, you know my heart. You know I want to believe you. I want to trust you. But you can see the unbelief. I do not believe that if I ask, you are immediately going to give me an answer. So forgive me and just speak the word, a word into my heart that will actually release that faith because faith comes from hearing, doesn't it? So you see, I think sometimes, you know, sometimes people say to me, well, uh, if I didn't have faith, I wouldn't have asked. Well, that's not that's not true. I mean, think think of a young child. He might come to his dad one day and say, "Dad, will you buy me a new bicycle?" And actually, he wants a new bicycle, but he knows in his heart of hearts the father is not going to go out and buy him a new bicycle there and then. And you know, the father might say, "Well, you need to save up for it, or well, wait for your birthday, or wait for Christmas, or something." But but uh, you know. Um, there are other times when the child needs something and he comes with faith and he knows that his father or his mother will give him what he needs immediately. And you see, all these kind of human situations help us to understand where we really are in terms of faith. And why does Jesus say, keep on asking, keep seeking, keep knocking? Because he knows that sometimes it's only as we persist in prayer that we really get to a point of faith. It isn't that God needs us to keep asking, but we need to keep on till we're in that place of faith where we have that absolute assurance that we receive from God, as John puts it, whatever we ask in prayer. And in your experience, once you reach that state of faith, is there then an ease about things? There is. There's a knowing. You just know you've got the answer. I was talking to somebody only yesterday who'd had a, a, a physical need, a serious physical need, for um, very nearly six months. And this has been a matter of prayer, and she's a woman of real faith. And um, uh, then suddenly, uh, when she was praying just a few days ago, suddenly she knew, that's it, it's done. She just knew, boom, that's it. And from that moment, of course, she's been completely different. And uh, what caused that change? Well, that will be different in different circumstances. Perhaps something that needed to be addressed, perhaps some particular way, perhaps some way in which the enemy needed to be overcome. It, the circumstances can be different from one person to another. But you get that. But she had persisted. She'd persisted. She'd persisted. She'd persisted for six months, day by day by day by day, and uh, because it was a very pressing need. And then suddenly the whole situation gets resolved. Now that's faith. 
That's real faith. And you need more faith for that than you do just to ask for something and you get it immediately. You don't actually need much faith for that, do you? Uh, it, it just comes easy. But it's these situations where you've got to persevere and battle in prayer and keep hold of the Word of God and the promises of God. Those are the really challenging times. Well, Jesus goes on and talks about sons and fathers here, doesn't he? Well, he says everyone who, again, this continues, everyone who goes on asking receives. He who goes on seeking finds. To him who goes on knocking, the door will be opened. And then, as you say, he uses simple illustration. Which of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? And in one of the other Gospels, it says, how much will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? If you put those two things together, you can say, well, how much more will your Father in heaven give you the good things of the Holy Spirit? Because, of course, the Holy Spirit releases into our lives everything that we need, the life of God, the power of God, the love of God, the mercy of God, the grace of God. The Holy Spirit is, if you like, God's agent living within us to release into our lives everything that we need. So he says, so in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you, for this sums up the law and the prophets. This is often known as the golden rule. <laughs> it's a command, uh, as with everything. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. That's a command. It's not just a piece of advice. It's a command. You are to treat others in the same way that you want them to treat you. And that comes on the back of all that Jesus had just been saying. Don't judge others. Why? Because you don't want them to judge you. Forgive others, why? Because you want them to forgive you when you do something wrong. Um, bless others, why? Because you want them to bless you. Give to others, why? Because you want them to give to you when you have a need. Now, you don't do it out of self-interest, but you reap what you sow. This is why it is more blessed to give than to receive. Only yesterday, uh, I've, I felt moved to give a sum of money to someone. And I gave this sum of money to this person uh, within, I don't know, an hour or two, God had given me back a gift. And, you know, I wasn't expecting it, uh, but uh, this is just the will of God, the way of God. You give, and he gives back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Uh, what we all have to understand, Julia, is the word of God works. We live in a world where all the world systems are falling apart, because actually the world systems don't work, because people are full of self-interest in what they're doing, as we see in the banking crisis at present. And, uh, but the gospel is not about self-interest. It's about God's interest and therefore about the interest of others. 
You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 